You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. to get it on no choice but to get on mandate get it on thanks for tuning in thanks for telling a friend we love that about you don't we uh, matt the motorator deandrea yeah all oh, right yeah how you doing yeah eh. i'm all right <laughs> steve harvey is coming in he's a regional sales manager for mclaren automotive incorporated and we'll tell you all about that thank god we just went and looked at the uh, senna which i absolutely adored and i really love the uh color palette on that car i just oh, think that, they, that they just color. they just knocked it out of the park i don't even know what that blue is called but it it works man they brought a 720s outside done in like a white like a metallic white it's fantastic i uh we're trying to get uh we're getting ready to go to europe I'm trying to figure out my flights um <laughs> i got <laughs> sorry like i'm sort of sorry i had a colonoscopy <laughs> and i had two bits of information car related right when i was right when i was going under i i was i was in the i was i was, I was in like the paddock and my gown with the thing and the iv and everything the hospital paddock <laughs> yeah everything's a paddock to me that's <laughs> okay. and i'm in the waiting area and uh, they're going to wheel me in. And I got my phone, and I get this text from Sean over at the other shop at 2. At 2, right? At 2. Not 159 and not 201, just 2. Yeah. Uh, had to go to urgent care. Kid had allergic reaction. Yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. And then I went, oh, okay. And then I went, wait a minute. Isn't uh, Casey Millette's coming by to set up the car? Yeah. Guess what time? Uh, two? Oh, one? <laughs> two. <laughs> not at two. two. That whole discussion the day before. Like, hey, I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be here. Casey's coming at two. Casey's coming at two. Yeah. Casey's coming at two. So you're going to let him in? Or you're going to be in? Yeah, yeah. Two. All right. Now, I noticed, because why shouldn't I work a whole bunch before I get a garden hose put up my ass for the day? Like, what, <laughs> you think that's an excuse not to work that day? Oh, no, there's work to be done. I was at the shop at like 1230 before I left to go get the colonoscopy, and the whole back area was locked up. But I'm like, well, Sean went to eat lunch, and yeah. he locked it up. Yeah. So then I get to the thing, and now I realize I think he locked it up to take his son to the to urgent care, who's okay. I checked the following morning. Um, yeah. So I can I can vent. So then he sends me things as I'm at urgent care, I'm gone. Yeah. And now I'm lying in bed and I'm like, they're about to wheel me in to be put under. And I'm like, somebody's got to tell <laughs> those guys that Casey Millette is coming to set that. He's come to set the suspension up, the transmission for Laguna Seca, the gearing, the rear end, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I appreciate the security, but everyone's in the sh- Everyone's there. Like, I don't know. Don't lock it up. Like. He's, yeah, but you'd be surprised how little the guys in the front office I got it. care about so, the back. <laughs> then I write Sean back, like, what's going on? Casey Millette's coming now. And he then types back, oh, yeah, I told Brian to let him in. 
Okay. Now, if I had a little more energy, I would have wrote back, please fucking weave that into the first <laughs> email, not just the part where you're not there. Right, right, right. Weave yeah. in the part where you've... Yeah, you've, I had to go, Brian's taking care of Casey Millette. Knowing Brian, Casey Millette completely set up the wrong car because Brian was like, here you go. <laughs> so then I'm like, all right, I shall now drift away in peace. Uh, after drifting away in peace... When I woke up, there was Matt saying, hey, our flights to Europe are different. You're flying coach, and I'm flying business, and this is what business looks like, and this is what coach looks like. And I was like, what coach looks like are those uh, makeshift shelters they're keeping the Mexican kids in (laughs) on the border, and business looks like Shangri-La. Yeah. So I'm like – You have to ride in a cage. Wait a minute. Matt, there was first class, and then there was business, and then there's coach, and then we figured out there was only business and – coach i still couldn't figure it out but that's what i woke up to right more first class more first world problems <laughs> i was very clear on my 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 booking of the flights <laughs> well it was it, it was a weird confusing I, I hate that all of these airlines have like different terminology there's like economy and a premium and economy or, or coach plus the business and first and then I, there's just too many. It's just ways of getting more money out of people, and and I I couldn't figure out what's what. So I booked my flight through this travel planner guy because I, I got to go to Italy for a wedding, and he took care of the whole thing. He's like the right. American Express travel planner guy that was handling everything for every for this wedding. Did so we said, figure it out? I don't I don't know what we're figuring out. Like I I think <laughs> for you to upgrade and get into business class means you just pay money if that's what you mean by right I, out. I i get it but i couldn't i couldn't figure out the whole i couldn't i i, I couldn't figure out what was going on we had one airline that had first business and coach and i said oh just charge just do business and then there was another that had to my recollection first business and coach and that was cheaper and i said do that one and then at some point I woke up yeah. after having a garden hose up my ass. I was like, oh, you're in coach. So <laughs> Some I, sort of I, version. I, it said premium something. And it, it was like, you're the world traveler info. And I was like, that sounds prestigious. Let's do that. All right. So after the show, we'll talk to Matt. Yeah. Just be out. careful, Matt, because remember last time we went to Goodwood and Nate got the better uh, Airbnb. And Adam walked in and said, uh, you're going to you're gonna have to take the that's, other one. That's true. Well, that, but because he paid two, for his own tickets. We had two Airbnbs <laughs> there, and the one had the chick in it who's like, I got a lot of cats. This is my boy's room. And oh, by I'm the way, be I'll, I'll be from, hanging. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to stay a while. I'll be working during the weekends. You don't mind, do you? Yeah. Like, it's kind of flying in the face of an Airbnb. <laughs> Although to be fair to her, when you when you when you get an Uber, you don't order the driver out of the car. <laughs> that's that's true. Although there's a new Uber rental car thing. It's not Uber, but I saw a commercial for a rental car company where you're just renting people's cars. Yeah, right. I'm not, I'm not doing that at all. But do you have you heard of it? Yeah, it makes sense. It's the next evolution of uber i just pay you 50 bucks and drive your car today every car is going to end up terrible right like i don't know it's gonna be just like gum in the seats and lots of farts and just weird just spills farts just spills everywhere all right let me tell you about uh, hymns 66 percent of men start losing their hair by age 35 for hymns.com one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness 
can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat your hair loss. Generic equivalents of name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No gas station, countertop supplements, no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits. Our listeners get a trial month of Hims. For just five bucks while supplies last, it would cost hundreds if you went to the pharmacy. See the website for full details. Go to forhims.com slash carcast, F-O-R-H-I-M-S.com slash carcast and save a whole bunch of money. Forhims.com slash carcast. So uh, the... uh, Ferrari, sorry, the Porsche is heading to uh, Europe. Yes. We, we got a couple of invites to go to the castle and have dinner and brunch and everything else. You That's said exciting. yes to all of those, right? I said yes. I still might have a couple to reply to. We'll have to figure it out. Uh, we're working on um, – so when I then we're showed up – going to film all that too, I, by I, the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to film all that. Yeah. I showed up the following day after the colonoscopy, and I said, uh, we got the uh, 300 up on the hoist, and uh, we got your car off the hoist. Yes. And I said, uh, where uh, did Casey go through the car? And they said, no. And I said, what happened? He showed up and left. <laughs> I said, perfect. It's exactly what I was shooting for. Yeah. Yep. And there, there's never any answers. It's like, I, I don't get it. Why didn't he just start going through the rear end or the car's on the hoist yeah. or whatever it is? Like, I don't know. He, he's gone. So okay. I, I, don't know how, I don't know how almost anything works, but all I do is I go, here's what I don't want to happen. Yeah. That's what I thought when I walked in. I was like, what, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> Did he look at the car? I don't know. It's like, I, I'm confused. <laughs> This is the first thing I said when I walked in this morning. Yeah. Hey, was Casey Millett here? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how everything I don't know how everything works, but I just wish this is this is why when somebody says to me, I just let those guys handle it. I'm like, I, I that's what I try to do, but it doesn't always happen that way. I it's funny because when you were when you were talking to them on the phone or you're making the plan or something, I I'm just like I can't be here Monday. I was like, maybe we should do it Tuesday. I was like, you know what? I don't need to be here for this. There's plenty of people who can handle it. And uh, somebody needed to be here. I guess. I don't know. Maybe Casey was just like, I don't care. I live close by. I don't want to go through someone's tools. I want to talk to someone about it. I, I don't know. Right. Who cares? We'll fix it. All I'm all, – all, all I know is I was laying on my hospital bed. I was looking at this text saying, I'm gone. I was yeah. like, get, somebody get hold of Casey like right now. I wasn't yeah. thinking about polyps or cancer or any. I was like, <laughs> someone, then it's like, got hold of him. It's worked out. I'm like, good. Good. And then the next morning I walk in, first thing in the morning, like, did he like, no, he came and left. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if we explained it. We, Casey Millett, we asked him to come over to look at. The 84 car, the 1984, the 85 GT1 championship car. That's always confusing to me because the car's an 84, it's a championship in 85. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a purpose-built car for that racing season. And uh, uh, he worked on it back in the day, so he wanted to come over and check the gearing, make sure it's right for Laguna Seca. And the car's been restored. It's never been on the track. And so he was going to go through, do his big inspection on it. We were going to take it out and test it. Maybe up at Willow or something, and then Monterey 
race it this year. Yeah. And he'll come back and <clears throat> we'll work it out and whatever. I just uh, somebody, <laughs> maybe we should call him. Somebody should call him. <laughs> somebody call Casey Millett. I got his uh I got his number. Oh yeah, he's off for summer break. He's a he's a track teacher. Oh, I was going to say he must be a teacher. He's a good guy. Yeah. All right, so uh, you uh, in the M3, you, yeah. got, you got the supercharger bolted on now? I, I did. After you left, and I was like, I'm going to marathon through, and it was about 11.30 at night. I finished up, and I fired up the car, and nothing nothing spewed out the bottom. Mm-hmm. Fuel line fixed, oil lines fixed, supercharger on. You know, it's going to need a little bit of tuning, and i got to dial in a few things. Like, I don't like the way the intake piping works and, and, uh, and whatnot, but it f- fired up, drove it home, and it was fast. All right, and you got all your fuel leaks taken care of, yeah. and all that. Yeah, uh, all I keep checking stuff. underneath the car. Yeah, <laughs> I, keep, I know. I keep trying to smell smoke, and it all seems good. It You're, was a crazy thing. The fuel leak, uh, the fuel line that you saw, they they teed it off with a piece of plastic T, which eventually just cracked under the pressure of the clamps and stuff. And they jammed a a bolt in the end. Uh, uh, my theory was is is they teed it off because they were going to run a second set of injectors mm-hmm. and decided not to. I got to tell you this: there isn't such a thing there's almost uh, uh, the rare exception to a car that's been worked on and heavily modified by somebody else or a house that's been worked on and heavily modified by something else where you don't show up and you're just not sickened by some of the shortcuts (laughs) and things they've done yeah like you just go what the hell were they thinking like come on now like there's a lot of that yeah in, in that world in the car world and especially when you get to the body work, like start seeing what people did with Bondo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And that kind of stuff. Like when you once that car gets like media blasted and the stuff you find under there. And also you'll see it on Ferraris and Lamborghinis, like multi million dollar cars that, that somebody redid in the seventies. And it's like yeah. they just took a flip flop and slathered on the Bondo <laughs> and it's like, Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty amazing the stuff that you see. That the hacks and shortcuts on this thing were amazing. I had texted the guy at one point, and I was yelling at him. I was like, what's going on? And he's like, flatbed it over. We'll get it all fixed. And I was like, you know what? F you, buddy. I'm going to I'm gonna fix all of this stuff myself, and then I'll get it tuned. But it, I don't know. You just feel better. If, you're, if you can do it yeah. yourself or you have a friend or somebody you guys can do it together, there's just something about knowing, like, I fixed it this way. So if something goes wrong, I know exactly what I did. Right. Right. All right. Uh, I can have Casey Millette come by. Work yeah. On it. Yeah. All right. Just to Cast- look go at it and leave. <laughs> get Steve, please. Show him in here. I'll tell you about Castrol Edge. Tech advances made engines smaller and more powerful and more efficient. The pressure is as much as five cars resting on a high heel, man. They're working. Yeah. Look at McLaren. They got, yeah. they got a four liter V8 thing is pumping out. Over 800 horsepower in the uh, McLaren Senna GTR. The M3 so. is is the Castrol makes the oil specific. I got to get the the 10W. Oh, that's right. For the M right. car stamped right on the yeah, block. Castrol Edge. They collaborate with Electronic Arts to present an adrenaline filled driving challenge called Titanium Gamer, and they can figure out whose skills are better: the uh, video or the uh, actual driving. Uh, you can check it out yourself. And go to Castrol USA YouTube page. That's Castrol USA YouTube page. Steve Harvey in wow. studio, regional sales manager for McLaren Automotive. Good to see you, Mc- McLaren, McLaren Steve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a bit different to the other Steve Harvey. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys got the same, nah, same you're, accent. You're, you're a, a Tash off. So, yeah. uh, 
Yeah, we went to the uh, unveiling of the Senna up on the roof of the Beverly Wilshire, yeah. I think it was, a couple, yeah, weeks yeah, a couple weeks back. Yeah, what did you think? Gareth, deal. Loved yeah. it. Uh, Matt said that he'd been reading up on the car, had been following some stuff. There'd been some people that weren't kind to it on social media. He said, but when you see it in person, it is a totally different oh, game. Not a bad, not yeah. a bad angle on yeah. that car. Unbelievable. Uh, what is the, the color blue on that car called? That one that was there, sort of a gray-blue. We'll oh, that's called Victory it. Gray, that color. Victory, Victory Gray. gray. Yeah. It looked great yeah. with the orange yeah. accent. Yeah, this, it this, well. here, this color. <clears> that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. There's a, the, it has an interesting – if you look at the front fender and you look at the front fender – are you ready, Chris Max Pana? Here comes car stuff. Uh, 935K, whatever, like the last – some of the last generations of the 935 when they got into full tube frame – they had a front fender that had that kind of same sweep to it, same look to it as a 935 fan. I'm a big okay. fan of that look. But that car, it's just all function, and the form follows it, and it's it's an incredible piece of technology. How many guys are, how many are you going to make? It's a 500. It's a 500 of the Senna. Um, they're all sold out to some of our lucky owners. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you were saying about the form in the function it's uh, we've got some incredible guys back at Woking we've got some absolute wizards in our engineering and our design departments you know and it's everything about shrink wrapping the body it's uh, yeah they've done a great job of it it's so, um, it's unbelievable the the lineup now consists of 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 what the 570 yeah so we've got a sports series so you've got a 570 so 570s coupe GT and the 570s spider okay so three versions of a 570 and then we've got the latest one that's coming out the 600 LT so that's okay. just been announced on the 28th of June so that car's going to be getting to dealerships around October time so that's a big, big step for us. Uh, it's the fourth of the LT nomenclature uh, on the car. Uh, so that car's coming at the end of the year. Uh, then we've got the Super Series. So we've got the 720S Coupe. Uh, and then we've got the Ultimate Series. So we've got the Senna that you've seen. And then obviously that started off with a P1 uh, back in 2015. So the 600 that was just announced a week ago, does that replace the other six? No, not at all. No, that, that's, that's the, the kind of the final of the, that's the run out of that model, I suppose you could call it. But it's the, uh, yeah, that's, that, that's in addition to the 570S Coupe GT and the Spider as well. The thing that's amazing about the McLaren stuff, uh, the horsepower is impressive, but people produce horsepower. The, the weight. It's the weight. The 2,200 pounds, 2,205 pounds, the 2,200 pounds for the McLaren Senna GTR. I mean, that's the thing. That's what sets McLaren apart. And it's I'm amazing you it's, can it's make materials. a street legal car that's twenty. Yeah, because pounds. you, you talk yeah, airbags absolutely. and everything else you got to do. Well, like. a lot of these guys with their supercars or whatever, and they're clocking in at thirty four hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, and and what people don't get about weight, it's like it's not just acceleration; it's braking, it's corners. I got going into every corner with an extra thousand pounds. Imagine, just imagine that. So the weight. Is incredible, and like we saw with the Senna, that just the seat was a carbon shell. You know, That's right. yeah. yeah. Um, when you when when your goal is to get a street legal car with a V eight in it down to twenty two hundred pounds, you must have to think about every single part on that car. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the seats, for example, you know, just over nine pounds for the seats. You know, there's. Uh, the rear wing is is you know just over eleven pounds I think it's just over five and it's kilogram. substantial. Yeah, it is substantial. Exactly right. You can pick it up with one hand. Yeah, you know, for the front fenders there, just over three pounds. You know, a, a piece. Um, front fenders are three pounds a piece. Yeah. I mean, what is That's their? Amazing. Wh- I'm I'm trying to think. You know, other than the 
the crank. Like, what do you? Know, you where's what do you, the steel in the car? Like, yeah, you've got the the carbon fiber mono cage on the center, particularly. So that's an evolution of what we did in the P1, um, and that you know it's it's what, put 150 pounds in total for the whole thing. Um, you know, so that's a great starting point. Now, so you take a, out all that weight. You know, you don't have any aluminium or anything like that in the whole body of the car. So, it's so for does base. the front and rear subframes are they aluminum and they connect to the that's carbon right. fiber? Yeah, that's right. And they, they kind of they connect to the front and rear of the car. So you've got the suspension components, and on the back you've also got the engine and everything sits in that as well. How um, much I, I remember going and talking to some guys from McLaren some years ago, and a lot of it was the tub used to be. I don't know, uh, take 200 hours and cost 200 grand, and now they can do the tub so much cheaper and so much faster. It's a technological thing. I mean, it, it used is, to yeah, just be yeah. for, you know, folks are making space, space shuttles and stuff, and now it's a little more manageable because you couldn't, you know, I'm looking at the price tag at uh, 1.4 million bucks, and uh, that always sounds expensive to, to the wives, but that's a lot of car. You you couldn't have done that car for that price eight or ten years ago at all. No, I agree. Absolutely right. I mean, for the center itself, it's, that's just under a million. And then the center GTR, that's the 1.4 million. So it's, uh, yeah, for, I think it's a relative bargain for the technology. Do, and do you, you oh, absolutely. Do you guys have uh, a contract like Ford does with the GT? Because these things are spoken for. What's the vetting process? Obviously, they're all spoken for before yeah. the 500 are even made. Yeah, and then so, can somebody flip it right away? or do they What if hold John Senna or Cena... What if Cena <laughs> wants to take a Senna and flip it in Florida at a right. dealership? Which Are is not out of the question for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, what we, what we hope to do is we work in careful partnership with our dealers and we make sure that we try and select the right people. You know, we're trying to reward the people who have supported us from when we started, you know, in 2011. Um, people have got the cars and, yeah, we know the people that potentially speculate on the cars and we try and maybe avoid to give those guys cars and we want to give the cars to the guys that are going to use them they're going to race them we're going to track them and they're going to show them and the great thing about our customers is that they love to use their cars we've got some really high mileage cars out there and uh, so yeah i mean we, we just we work in close partnership with ideas and just try to carefully select where we can to try and avoid that uh is the senna the top of the line now i mean the p1 isn't available anymore right that's it, right it, it's yeah, done yeah. so it was done in and that was yeah. sort of that was the pinnacle of it and now you have the senna but the senna is more race oriented i think than it is than, than yeah. the p1 so uh are we going to see sort of a uh something above it like an f1 replacement maybe something with three seats you may do yes yeah, uh, so we've got yeah we've got bp23 <laughs> that's coming so I mean, if you imagine that the the centers for the, the for the for the racetrack and the bends and the twists and then the bp23 that's coming um it's gonna be kind of a tour of bp23 is there is there is there any sketches or information about that? Is that there isn't the moment. There's, there's a, a, a somebody of, wrote something. Uh, yeah, Chris should look up McLaren BP23. BP23, that's right. Yeah, yeah. let's see so, wait, if somebody drew something to see. Yeah, yeah there's lots of uh, artist <laughs> interpretations of what it might look like. Yeah, yeah there, there's nothing official out there. But yet. I like is, the idea of three seater. How do you do that in the modern world? Like, how do you get in and out of the car and, and you know? Yeah, is it, well, it's, it's um, same way with the F1. So you've got the front forward facing seat and the two kind of wing back, I suppose. And uh, but yeah, I mean, that car's going to be all about, you know, the actual Grand Tour. Right? It's going to be all about straight line speed. The, uh, so very different to the center. You guys must have something. Um, well, I don't know if you must have. So when I think of McLaren, I think technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I think. You know, I think when I think Ferrari, I think a little more tradition. And when I think McLaren, I just think all, I mean, they have a, a rich racing history. But I think all about, it's all 
the cars are shaped by technology. Oh, completely. Whatever yeah, creates, whatever's lighter and creates more downforce, forget Italian flair. We want technology. But McLaren doesn't have a hybrid electric anything, does it? Well, the P1. The P1, the P1, oh, the P1 was, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And how big a part are, is, are the motors going to play? I mean, now you got you got a motorized car setting the Pikes Peak record. You got mm. a motor assistant Nuremberg record, I guess, with yeah, a the, Porsche. Yeah, the Porsche, the Porsche just so a Porsche it, hybrid. I feel, I feel like motors are going to start factoring in in a, in a pretty big way in the hypercar world because they provide, you know, the instant torque and the access to that that uh, that you just can't find with the internal combustion motor anymore. So how big a part is electric or all electric or what's yeah, what's so the future? By, by, by 2022, we're going to have 50% of our cars are going to be featuring a hybrid technology and you know, be very similar to what we did with the P1, which is uh, we're almost using the, the, the hybrid to improve the performance of the car. So on the P1, it was torque fill, which gave it that incredible acceleration. So, yeah, we're, we're very much moving in that direction. Um, so 50% of the cars, yeah, will be featuring that. Do now, have you guys kind there's... of figured out, yeah, I was going to say, if you figured out what's going to be the way of doing it, are you doing sort of a like an electric motor on the transmission, or are you doing sort of an all-wheel drive version with, like, motors in the front, or is there different variations of it? Yes, I mean, I mean I, I'm not part of that information yet. That's something we're going to have to look forward to in the future when uh, it all gets revealed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. at this point in time. We know that in the... Because uh, I have some ideas. At, the, <laughs> in, at Le Mans, they had the electric... I think the electric would kick in the front wheels and basically slingshot it out of the corners, yeah. but they could only use it for, like, was it like, it's like eight minutes of something it's or an something? Or some nitrous shot. Yeah, something crazy. <laughs> it's going to be Fast and Furious Ten. Do we? I watched uh, two last night. Did you? Because one was on the other day. I watched that too. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have? Uh, we, we have my uh, my nine thirty-five. Uh, uh, that's not exactly the angle I'm looking for. You need a you need a little different angle. All right, but it's coming. It's getting there. Yeah. It's 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 getting Man, there. I was, I was excited about Bowen. I thought I had thought I nailed <laughs> no, it. I see you're pretty, doing. No, I see what you They both look like fenders. It's this no, weird. No, he did the exact angle. He did the mirror image. I see, but yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah, I just need the. I, I I noticed it when I walked up on on the car. Um, it's uh, I don't know. Find the Coca Cola 935 and just go a profile on that one. I think you'll you'll see that that angle. Hey, look, I love a 935. Uh, all right, you got a little yeah. business there, yeah, man. I'm going to tell you about Geico. Everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off dry cleaning, you pick up some milk, and now you can add save hundreds of dollars of car insur- on car insurance to that list. You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. If you just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Go to Geico.com. So... Um I love the fact that McLaren and Bugatti and I don't know Indian motorcycles or whatever. I love the fact there. I love the fact that there's brands and and that there's that there's a recognition of the heritage and and that these have a value and that they're coming back and they're not all just getting sort of cast cast aside. And uh, I, I love that we're living in a in a world where McLaren. It, well, well, first off, I love that everyone's competing for for the hypercar crown in in, in the world, yeah. and all it does is make every every product that much better. I hate the Prius. <laughs> the Prius <laughs> so much. Sorry, Chris. When are it's, they going to do a just, plug-in electric uh, McLaren? Uh, well, it's a good the, question. Yeah, yeah. The, I, the, I mean, 
the P1 was plug-in it was hybrid. Correct. Yeah, plug-in right? hybrid. That's exactly right. Could yeah. you go on the on the motors? I th- yeah, you could, you, could, you could go full electric. Yeah, you could drive it for full electric. I think for, for about three miles, it was pretty limited at the time, but it was, right. yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah. But I'm a fan of the hybrid technology for the use of increased performance because we're getting to the point where we need that. Like we can't go any quicker or faster or anything. Like I don't know if we should go any quicker or faster, but we keep trying to. And this is the technology that's going to make it available, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. Is, yeah. But, so it's but, like the yeah. P1 with the torque fill. So, yeah, it would fill in the flat spots from the engine and you know, it give you that extraordinary performance. I keep seeing ads pop up for Fisker. <laughs> and I'm like, who bought those? <laughs> well, I don't know. Every time you just go Chinese or something or Sultan of somebody. But no, they're, they're like coming out with a new Fisker. Yeah. And, but I'm so confused because the company is like, there's like the Fisker Karma electric car. Then there's like a gas engine version that somebody else bought some patents or rights to or something. So I'm not sure. I Henrik Fisker was in here and he's a very entertaining guy. I like talking to that guy, but... I don't even remember which company he's a part of. <laughs> he's the one that uses uh, re, re, uh, locally sourced driftwood for the dash. For the dash. <laughs> <laughs> or did you get it off the five? Just I don't like know. Off the I sides just, of the five and the, I, and the I, runoff areas. <laughs> I just I just remember thinking, oh, this is cool, like a a plug in electric um, luxury GT, whatever, but. Maybe uh, maybe a little head ahead of his time. Maybe it's a little like Kelly Johnson. Kelly Johnson, Skunk Works, Lockheed. You know, his whole thing in the 40s was like the Delta Wing, the Delta Wing. But they couldn't do it without a computer. You know, they couldn't do it with propellers and no computers and everything. But he saw that's what it was. But the technology wasn't right. there. Now everything is a Delta Wing because – he needed a computer chip, and yeah. he didn't. He didn't have one. Maybe Fisker was a little ahead of his time. Maybe a little with what he was trying to <laughs> trying yeah. to do. And then Nissan raced their Delta Wing thing at at Le Mans, right? Their their pointy arrow shaped yeah, car. That? Yeah, that was thing it called Delta Wing. Mm, it was called Delta Wing. But the, like was that, that the yeah. one that took off, or there was another car that took off? No, no, no. This yeah, is the one like it's yeah. just the one that did it. It had the wide wheels in the back and the little tiny ones in the front. It was like long. It looked like a dart or like an arrowhead. Yeah, and people yeah. were like the none of it makes sense. And 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 then it raced and it was fast, but then I think it broke or something. I don't <laughs> think it flipped. That everyone's like, it's gonna just flip. Where's and they're a, like, no, 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 it's it's super smart. It's not gonna flip. Where's McLaren at? I mean, obviously McLaren's whole heritage is is racing. Where's McLaren now with racing? In the road car division, yeah. I'm, well, I'm trying to think. There's such a there's so there's many the, different the divisions racing division out there still now. Makes the you know F1 engines and stuff like that, right? Right. right. And then you guys are the automotive group, That's right. so yeah, the road absolutely. car group. Yeah, I mean, we, we what, call them the how, one. Big how do you group. guys work together? Yeah, so we have one big group, so McLaren Group, and we all you know, work under that same umbrella. Um, you know, we, we're obviously racing sells road cars, right? So uh, we're, we're putting a lot into our current GT4. So we've got a 570s GT4, which we're starting to produce. We've probably got about 50 cars out there now. And over time, we'd like to move to a kind of a small one-make series or something along those lines um, with that car. So you want to do like your own, like a Ferrari challenge or a... Yeah, or time, a, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have something called Pure McLaren, which is one of our, our, our driving days. We can go along and we can take you through an academy. So you can take you from a complete novice and you can, you can go through and, and graduate through to become a race driver. But who's, race, who's racing McLaren road cars now? Is there like a world challenge car? Is there a, a Trans Am car? Yeah, we have some, there's some privateers that are running in, in probably world challenge and IMSA and places like that. Um, so they're not factory-supported teams. These are guys who have gone out on their own and doing it. Um, but yeah. there, are, there are definitely cars out there, yeah. 
Huh. I, wonder, is, I wonder where they're getting the support from. <laughs> uh, I know um, you worked at Rolls-Royce for a little while I did, in, yeah. in Gaydon, and uh, right off there you see when you go down the hill from Goodwood, there there she is. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of cool. We always see it over there. Where's McLaren at? So we're in Woking, so we're about 30 miles south of London. So we're on a campus where we're, we're with the Formula 1 guys. We've got our production center there and also our development center there for engineering. So it's all where, one. Where's Chichester? Is it south? I'm yeah, just wondering, south, is it on down. the way? Yeah, it's if you took another 30 like, miles straight down, then you're pretty much in Chichester. And Goodwood, that's where the road is. So, so you're is. saying McLaren's on the way. from? If, like if you land in, in, at, at Heathrow yeah, and yeah. you're going to Goodwood, yeah. you could stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could pop through, <laughs> pop into Woking and then head down to Rolls uh, <laughs> Royce. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to screw it up. I think Gaydon is where Aston Martin is. That's it. That's up north near Banbury. And yep. I swung by Aston Martin on yep. my way to Chichester, and uh, that was quite a facility. Because the thing that's cool now is everyone realizes that they're not going to do their world-class automotive piece of excellence and art and some cement tilt up costco with a flat roof and a yeah. and a swamp cooler on top of it the building has to kind of reflect well, tesla's the company. building cars in a tent oh they're building cars in a tent. <laughs> so maybe Sub- government subsidized but <laughs> right aston martin's facilities as cool as aston martin like they yeah they, yeah, yeah the outside looks as cool i as, gotta as imagine that your place has to be Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. The so, same, right? It's got to be fantastic. Yeah, so designed by the same guy that uh, did the Rolls-Royce factory as well. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite an impressive place. Have you been there? I've, no, I've, I've been... to get you there. I've been to Aston Martin. I've, what are you doing next Thursday? We've driven past Rolls-Royce. <laughs> we always drive past Rolls-Royce. Yeah. And, uh, but no one's home. No one's ever home. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be heading out to Goodwood, so we'd be... Yeah, no, you we know. should set you up. It's great. Because yeah, we got to check the schedule, but I'm starting to think, like, what are you doing next Thursday? Yeah. Can we come bang on the door? Why not? Let's try. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Are you guys yeah. open Sundays? I'm sure we can make an exception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's so crazy impressive. The thing I remember about Aston Martin is at the very end, we got to where the two old ladies sewed the cow hides. And they had a slightly different old school sewing machine or slightly different stitch. So they had to make sure they couldn't mix and match. So she couldn't do the seats and he does or she does the dash covers and she does the seats. Had to make sure they both did the same. Sounds like the pinnacle of technology over there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is kind of fun where the old I think the thing that's nice about Rolls or Aston Martin or even McLaren, it's the heritage meets meets the new do you have a picture of that 935 and was i making that up or i don't have to find my own now you're sh- you're you're looking at an old you're looking at, you're looking at the wrong night i know i said coca-cola don't answer me go find a 935 <laughs> k3 mu- the, the 19, k3 like 83 or something and look at that front goddamn fender all right, I'm going to ask you guys about McLaren. I want to know what the future is, how many cars we're making, what's the goal. But first, I'm going to tell you about Brush Hero. No more backache or wet, scraped-up knuckles. The Brush Hero is 100% water-powered. You've seen this thing on uh, Shark Tank, and it's fantastic. There's no batteries or electricity required, just a standard garden hose. You can get it with a starter set. It comes with two brush heads, a soft one for sensitive surfaces like paint and chrome, and a tough one for more serious muck. There's an extensive line of, of accessories. You can clean virtually anything, boats, barbecues, yard tools, patio furniture. RVs. There you go. 
This or, is, uh, uh, let's see, what do you guys call I, them I said a horse, I don't know. Uh, uh, like, the motorhomes. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm thinking Caravans. of snatch. Caravans. Caravan, yeah. Yeah. right? Gypsies. The pikey. You the could probably pikers. clean that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you could, uh, it's a great gift. Um, you know, uh, Father's Day is done, but still, dads, go get this for yourself. Well, get it for yourself it. now. Yeah, you're going to love it. Mm-hmm. You can get it at Amazon, you can get it at Costco, Walmart, or you can buy direct from BrushHero.com, and if you do, you can get 10% off your entire order if you use the code CARCAST. It's code CARCAST at BrushHero.com, and all orders over 40 bucks will ship for free. All right. So, uh, yeah. So let's Where are go- we with McLaren? Yeah. yeah. How many cars are you guys making? So last year, we did just over 3,000, so 3,340, um, and about a third of those came to the U.S., so we did about 1,200 cars How, last when, year. When did the MP4 come out? What year was that? 2011. So you could, it's still a new company. It is, this yeah, is yeah, a yeah, new company. Speaking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we did a 5,000th car, I think, back in April into the is, US. It, is there a goal and then you cap it? You can do 5,000 or 7,000 and then just hold there and that's it? Or Yes, yeah, so I think at the moment, so between five and 6,000, that's pretty much the capacity of what our production facility can produce at the moment. Yeah. So I think we get into next year with the, when we're producing the Senna, Senna GTR, we've got the 720 and the 600 LT and the, all the sports series ranges. We're going to be up around about 5,000 cars a year. When we went to uh, the hill climb two years ago, mm-hmm. the fastest car up that hill oh, yeah. was, the, was that black McLaren. I remember it because that asshole P1. went in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> See what the fastest guy? There's 175 cars there. You got the guy who's setting the record who goes in front of you. And then yeah. You're off. Then you're off. And it's like, what happened? <laughs> what? Is he missing a cylinder? <laughs> like, uh, couldn't you put that guy somewhere else? And there's really there's 200 cars. Yeah. The one guy is going to be the king of the mountain. That guy went in front of me. He should be last because everybody else is waiting, and that, you know, people are like, "Hurry up, let's get this line going." He should be. That last. thing wasn't even in full race trim, was it? No, it was. It was a. It was a P1 LM or uh, yeah, GTR it was a P1 or GTR, and then, yeah, Lanzanti Motorsport converted it. Uh, to, to road use and put it up the hill. Yeah, that guy was also that guy. So it was a it was a it was a way more expensive than a normal McLaren P1. But when we were going down the hill, not on the track, but just on the hill, just to get just like through the paddock, just to get on the track, that car was ahead of me, and it got such a huge crowd that I was having trouble getting my car without running over. But also, I'm like, hey, what am I, chopped liver over here? Come on. (laughs) How about a little something for the old school fellas? I got Paul Newman's name on my roof, and you guys are all surrounding this brand-new McLaren. We could get one of those car covers that looks like the McLaren, so you'll get the crowd in the morning, and then we'll take the cover off. Like, but I on. need it for the drive down the hill <laughs> yeah, that's into fair. the – oh, we're getting closer oh, to that. look at that. We're getting closer to that fender. You still need a side shot of the stupid car, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Can you find a side shot of that car? Okay. Not not the shot you're showing me, a side angle where yeah. you can see. The, I got what you did. I got kind of the mirror image thing. I don't but want now the mirror just, image. I want the, the side, side shot. All right. Yeah. Sorry. That was, uh, that was a 935. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to do, take care of it at home. <laughs> I'll have to ignore my kids while I take care of that at home. All right. Podcast One's got a survey. They'd like you to check it out at podcastone.com slash my survey. I'll go to podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. It takes a couple minutes, and it just helps. That's right. I was behind that McLaren going down the hill, and I was thinking, I don't even know what McLaren this is, but 
It's a brand new car. What about me, my cool vintage Trans Am 80s car? And everyone's like, you know, yeah, now. The problem is, is you didn't actually get to see that thing run. That car scoots, man. That McLaren was hauling I ass. I saw the ass of everyone who was around that car as <laughs> so I was trying to get my car down the, yeah. down the hill. Yeah. Uh, so I guess you guys will be back at Goodwood, or are we you will. going up the yeah, hill? Yeah, we will. Yeah, so that's going to be the first uh, time the 600LT is going to be seen in the public actually moving. Uh, so we've got one of your previous guests, I think it's Alistair Weaver. Oh, Alistair yeah. does the... Yeah. Uh, He's driving up there, yeah. He does the other car cast with me once a month. He's from Edmonds. Oh. And they asked him, they didn't ask me, but they asked him <laughs> <laughs> to go well, drive Well, maybe that they car. wanted someone who could see over the dash. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's British and he's tall, so oh, I, I, I can see where it is. I They're get just it. keeping it at home. You going to be there, Steve? I won't be, sadly, no. I'm going to miss it this year. But, uh, no, I do love it. It's a great event. And when I was at Rolls-Royce, it was, you know, it was a major thing for the local area. So yeah. We're going to go check it out. Just make sure they don't go in front of me. <laughs> oh, it's sneaking in there. <laughs> I still, it's not the Fender I'm thinking of. I'm yeah, going to have to. But fu- that was a good picture. It was a good That's picture. It's a cool car. It's a good, good picture. picture. Good yeah. picture. <laughs> Which should say? What is the picture of the car we just saw? That's Patrick Long's 935. Uh, it, that's all. That's all I was able to find. It. It's a 1983 935. I like Patrick Long. He's tiny as well. You know what? Go look <laughs> online. Where does that blue and yellow one that's on sale? Go to uh, you ready, Max Pata? Go it? to Classic Driver, the yeah. magazine or whatever. Go to Cars. Go to Porsche. Go to nine thirty five and see if there's, or see the Coca Cola one that. Oh wait, go to Kenapa, and not the Interscope one. But doesn't he have another nine thirty five that's for sale? I don't remember. I don't right. stock. Go to Classic Driver. Know. I'll look it up. I'll I'll go home, get drunk, and make myself right in my own head. Steve Harvey <laughs> is his name, regional sales manager for McLaren Automotive Inc. And the website is cars.mclaren.com. Some really cool stuff, and boy, that uh, that Senna, that is just a bell the ball, man. Especially in that color scheme with that gray, which is has a bluish hue to it and the orange accents. Just yeah. kicked ass. Uh, thanks, Steve. We Pleasure. appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having us on. You guys go to amcroll.com and uh, check out uh, a lot of stuff, live shows and everything over there. You can also check out uh, Chassis at chassis.com. And Shift and Steer, that's uh, Matt's yeah, pod over you. at Podcast One. And until next time, it's Adam Carolla. Uh, now... Still looking at. I gotta find the stupid. Go to uh, That's a good right, car. go to go to <laughs> classic driver. Go to the nine thirty five. I'll find it. There's some they, they elongate it. The yeah, problem yeah, is yeah. it doesn't do a hoop. It does an elongation in the front. Yeah. But I can't think of what which livery that thing is on. I'll well, find. While it. While he looks that up, I'll tell you guys. Hit us up at carcastshow.com and. Uh, and uh, if you guys like the new car cast with, uh, with myself and Goldberg and Alistair Weaver, by the way, let us know. Give us a nice little review on uh, iTunes. We like that. That's a good looking car, too. We're looking at another 935. It's going to yeah, drive I'm, me out. I'm, I'm, I'm out of the K-series, though. I'll find it. Yeah. I'll All find right, it. All right. Next time. All right. It's still it's close. All right. So, until next time, Adam Carolla for Steve Harvey and Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. CarCast Show.